What's up, guys? Thank you so much for joining us on Operation Brewery and following our journey opening Black Hops on the Gold Coast. Today is the final episode. We committed to doing a 10-part series, and we are really stoked to announce that we are actually open now, which is great. And I've got Eddie and Govs in the studio to chat about the last few weeks since the last episode and how we got to open our brewery. So thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right. <laughs> I don't know the same joke this time. I can't, I can't double up. All right. So last episode, we talked about opening. We've been working on it for two years. Uh, we talked about the location. At that point, I think we were pretty much ready to open. And our aim was to open ideally before Gab's. And I was down in Gab's. You guys were coming down in two days. And the guy from the boiler guy was coming in to fix the boiler, which is the last thing we needed to do to open. And then Eddie, who rang me up? Gavs rang me up. I think you both rang me One up. One of us, I think. Probably yeah. both. And then, so that was, what was the date? That was like the 20th of May or something? Just before Gavs. Yeah. It might just, have been a day or yeah. two before we left. Yeah. And then the, the boiler being fixed turned into a situation that went on for months. Um, we weren't able to open before Gavs, but we eventually found a new company to do it. And we were almost going to hire one. We were going like to hire the one the day before Gabs. Yeah, really. yeah. It was, that didn't yeah. make much sense in hindsight. No, no. I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, choosing the new company was the, probably the smartest move we made. And they were professional. They came in and, and took over and, and just got shit done. Yeah. And within two weeks, we were up and running. And I wasn't here. And <laughs> Dan was in, in LA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, I was away. But fortunately, that they said they could get it done in a week, and they did. And then. On the Friday, they fired it up. Well, I think on the Thursday, they fired it up, and you guys on the Friday decided that you were going to brew the next day and open no, the next it was, day. No, it was, it was the Friday. Oh, it was the Friday. Yeah, so it was Friday morning, Friday the 17th. We didn't believe June. it would be fired up. No, like at this stage, you know, it's a, it's a second-hand boiler. There's no guarantees until it's actually up and running that it's, it's, it's done. You yeah. know, there's always little things along the way. I know that now. The next stage. <laughs> you know, they, they can find another sensor that needs to be rewired or something that needs to be another spare part that they need to order in overnight. So there was no guarantee. We didn't know if it was going to be Friday, Monday, or the next Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, about 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, the boiler technician comes out to me and says, it's done. And I said, what do you mean it's done? <laughs> he goes, it's, it's up and running. Uh, and I kind of shat myself and <laughs> ran out to Eddie and I said, I think I was out there sanding paddles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the jobs a, we've given ourselves in lieu of having anything of value to do. <laughs> and I said, do you want to open tomorrow? <laughs> and he goes, what? And I said, oh, and do you want to do our first brew tomorrow? <laughs> On about 18 hours notice. Um, and we thought about it for about two, two seconds. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't involve anyone else in the decision. No. <laughs> Majority rules. And just got straight into it. Uh, and then kind of once the <laughs> adrenaline <laughs> wore off, the reality of what needed to be done in those next 18 hours started to set in. We had no announcement of a launch. No one knew that we were going to be opening. Um, we didn't know. We didn't know. We, uh, we didn't have hot water. We didn't have cold water. Um, we had to weigh out all our ingredients, get our didn't yeast, yeast ready. Down, uh, down one staff member. Yeah, we were down one staff member. <laughs> so... I was kind of here till about ten o'clock at night, getting everything ready. But sure enough, I, I left. I walked out the door. I'm ready to go, ready to mash in the next morning. So, just with the boiler thing, I know we've been going on about this on Facebook, but for the benefit of the podcast, um, like that, when I was writing this for the book recently, like I kind of just forgot how fucking long that went on. Like that, 
the very first time the the boiler guy came down to to fix it. It was it January. Was, it was fucking months and months. Yeah. So so to get to that Friday after like literally every week it was the boiler's going to be ready next week and we're going to be able to open and that went on for so long like to get to that Friday it would have it would have just been like like that's why you you're kind of saying it was such a big deal because it was just fucking months and months and and we'd almost mm. like just fucking given up on the thing working like it was becoming just it was becoming a bit of a joke yeah, yeah. it was but but to to kind of make us feel or sound a little less ridiculous for for pursuing these guys for five or six months there was there was probably three months there where we had other shit to do we yeah, had other right. things to pursue we had other things we were waiting on so at that point in time the boiler wasn't holding us up it didn't feel no, like a priority it, it was a overall it was realistically a two-week project and when we had at least four months worth of work to do it wasn't a concern that it wasn't yeah. getting done within that two weeks yeah we didn't need it in january or february or march no we just needed it the first day we brewed. We needed it when we were ready to go. Yeah, when, when the there. council gave us our, our final sign off, and we were ready to go. Yeah. Mm. So, so what what did you do on the Friday? Um, so you were because you'd done a water test like a few weeks before, but we'd never yeah, really so used we, the equipment. We tested the system with water, cold water, cold, cold water, water yeah. but ne- but not hot water yet. Um, I needed to make sure that it could heat water up to the temperature that we needed, that the kettle could could get on a boil. Um, that the pumps would operate well under heat with, you know, 100-degree liquid going through them. So that was a solid day of testing, making sure that those cleaning. things worked. And, and cleaning, and caustic-ing and sanitising everything ready, getting the fermenter ready, um, weighing out the grain, which was that, that was kind of fun. Yeah, it was epic. <laughs> it was something I hadn't done for a very long time and, uh, yeah, something I definitely missed. So that was a good feeling. And what about se- cellar door? Was there anything to do there? Like we had counter up and running? And yeah, we were pretty well good to go. The only outstanding item, I think, was the paddles. We, um, we had the, the dummy one that you did months and months ago. Yeah. And we sort of failed to, to make another 10 or so yeah. until the Thursday or Friday. Yeah, luckily we, we kind of kicked off that project on the <laughs> Thursday because we needed them. <laughs> we right needed up. them. Um, but, yeah, got them all done. Um, other than that, we were good to go. Yeah, and we, I, we, I'll tell you what we didn't do that night is sleep. No. <laughs> Fuck. That was an epic night. I, it was like the night before Christmas. Yeah, I remember waking up, I think it was like 3 a.m. to print off RSAs and put them into a folder and then put notes around the house to say, don't forget this, don't forget that. I think I came in at about 4 a.m. and just lied on the grain sacks and took everything in and got <laughs> ready to just get stuck into it. I had a bunch of people... Um, reach out to me and say, oh, you know, I'd love to come on the first brew day and yeah. help you out, um, which would have been awesome, but I had to say to them quite politely, like, fuck off. <laughs> no, that, that I, I just needed to be there by myself. Yeah. Um, no distractions, making sure that every we're hitting the numbers, being the first brew on the system. Um, and we got there. We did it. So what So what happened on the day? You What, what time did you – what time were you planning on doing the brewing? So cellar doors open 12 to 4. Did you want to talk about the – the beer we brewed and why? Yeah, because I think we kind of skipped from. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Because yeah, you can talk about anything because we've also brewed a bunch of beers since then, and and yeah. people can now come in and drink them. So yeah, so yeah. obviously with the crowdfunding campaign, um, our priority was to brew the beach house, um, so we could get that out in bottles to the backers. I think that's what we committed to, it wasn't and we like definitely did. Like it was... yeah, but you know, it, it made sense. These people had supported and helped us yeah. raise the money we needed. Um, the reality was we had 24 hours notice or less than from the Friday to the Saturday when we could do our first brew. 
and it takes about three days to grow the yeast for Beach House. So it meant if Beach House was going to be our first brew, it, it wouldn't have been till Monday. Yeah. So that didn't make sense to commit to that, and I think people understood it once we explained it. So with we decided instead to brew our eggnog stout, which is we decided we decided. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> decided <laughs> two, two to one. <laughs> um, for a couple of reasons. First, primarily because we could. We only needed, you know, less than 24 hours to, to prep the yeast for the eggnog and we had all the ingredients ready to go. Uh, and the other reason was for a bit of sentimental reason. It's, it was our first ever beer that we brewed, like, back in mid-2014 hmm. in the garage. Um, the crazy idea that started this roller coaster. Yeah, and it still, it still gets a mention in all the press we get too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it, it would have made it wouldn't have made sense to wait to the Monday either because we really wanted to, like, open the cellar door on the same day that we we're brewing. That's the reason we hadn't opened the cellar door because you know if we're going to open the door to a brewery, we, it needs to be producing beer. Yeah. Um, technically, we had the license to open it probably about two weeks before that. I think it was even maybe even longer. Yeah, longer. Mm. But yeah, we needed that legitimacy of an operating brewery. Yeah. That people could come and visit and. When they say what's in the tank, we could say beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what happened on the day? So what was the plan for the time for brewing it and opening cellar door? And like, we, like we didn't really yeah. do any marketing or anything. We just like said the we day before we're opening. We put a post out the evening yeah, before Facebook Friday. Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and, and like it went nuts, obviously. We kind of got to the point where like, shit, we're going to have hundreds of people <laughs> coming into our bar that's about 20 square metres, um, which, which turned out to, to work really well. But we, I, I got in, obviously... You know, typically it would take me about eight hours to brew that beer, probably less. Um, I gave myself 12, just being first brew, making sure that we were double-checking, triple-checking every step, doing every test and making sure that all the gravities and numbers and colours and flavours were right. Um, But the first step was to (laughs) to mill the grain, (laughs) which is a pretty straightforward process, takes about 20 minutes. And I think we had about maybe 14 or 15 bags to do. Off the top of my head. I can't remember. Whatever we attempted it was. To do I know, it the day all before. I know is we got through all of them but one and then the mill died. Yeah. <laughs> we attempted to do it the, the day before? No. Uh, we no. didn't really have time. Like it mm. was there were so many other things that needed to be done. We had to mill it in that morning and yeah, we got through all the bags but one and all then, the pale. All the pale. All the pale malt. malt. And this is a stout, so the last bag that needed to be milled was the roast barley, the chocolate barley and the black paper. About twenty five kilo worth. About twenty five kilos. So pretty much what made it a stout yeah. <laughs> was was lacking in this uh, grain bill. Um so that was panic stations for a bit and then we kind of did a bit of a brainstorm, thought about, is there, you know, could we go down to Burley or Bolter and quickly... Did you say the mill grain. stopped working? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it overheated. It blew up. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we like could... we had the plastic fan was like dripping off the it, motor. It mm. melted to the motor. Um, <laughs> the wiring... We put it in the fridge. There's no health and safety people listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> so it's heavy. It was... Um, unfortunately, it just wasn't wired correctly. Um when the electrician... At the three-phase point. At the three-phase point. Mm. So the, probably the mill was all good. Two phase. It was the, the plug that was fucked. Um, so we didn't know what to do. And I was getting uh, updates via text message. I started pulling the motor <laughs> apart, pulling the mill, trying to find a solution. Is, there, is it seized up? Have we, have we burnt the motor out? And nothing really looked that obvious. Except um, you couldn't touch the motor, except so it, it was, was cooked. It was, you could fry an egg on it. So we, we pulled all the pulleys off, got a pair of vice grips, attached it to the... <laughs> The uh, the mill pulley, 
and we ground the last 25 kilos by hand. Uh, which took about an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so when we wanted to mash in... We'd done that before, though. Oh, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the first time we'd done it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we wanted to mash in at seven. I think we ended up mashing in at about nine. Mm. Um, but, but we got there. We, we got the grain into the mash tun. And, uh, and that was the only equipment failure? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty good. Which and is that's pretty fixed. damn good. And yeah, that's now since that's fixed. fixed. Yeah. Um, well, we've got a couple of questions on Facebook. Adam wants to know what beer we're drinking this morning. Ah, it's Beach House. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the question. question. Um, a couple of other questions I'll, I'll leave to the end, but that's one we should have addressed earlier probably. Yeah, totally. Um, and so what – so people start – when do people start coming in? Like 10, to, 10 to 12. Yeah, probably closer to 11. And yeah, you got – where were you oh, at in the group? Chris there. Yeah. And uh, we had to just say – Come back soon, guys. Yeah, no, probably from eleven. Yeah, and you guys are still brewing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I was brewing till about three, three or yeah, three, three or four. four. And so you, you and Claire were working the bar. Uh, well, Claire was working another job, so she got there at about twelve thirty. Yeah. So I worked it for about I don't know half an hour, forty five minutes by myself. So what was that like when people started coming in? It was epic. Yeah, it was good. The place filled up. It's only a. Like I've said, it's like 14 to 20 square metres. You can probably fit 20 people comfortably and we had probably close to 40 in there. Yeah. And no one was complaining. It was awesome. No, being a first day, people weren't, I think, too upset to be in a nice crowded little space. It was a lot of excitement. Everyone was really stoked to be there. Yeah. Place smelled really good. And there was really a good, good turnover. And I think the, the coolest thing for me, because I was in the brew house the whole day, so I really didn't get to... To experience much of the cellar door, but I got to watch it, and I just got to see the people that were coming, and it was, it was kind of the exact crowd that we were hoping. For. Yeah, it was. It was locals. It people was who lived at the end of the street. People who lived mm. at the street. The street. Over. There's people. You know, we had about four prams lined up out the front. <laughs> two dogs. Bikes out the front. Bikes. It was awesome. Yeah, people just having a good time. That's cool. And were you doing tours as well, like showing mm, the brew? No, no I, a lot of people did want tours, but I, as I said before, I just wanted to be by myself. Like if I got distracted on a tour and. I missed something on the brew. I like there, there was a lot of pressure on me, obviously, to deliver. Um, and being our eggnog stout, there's a lot of hype around it. I had to make sure that this beer was going to taste good. Yeah. So for that day, there was no tours. Yeah. And and what else have you brewed since? So you brewed the eggnog, which is going to be ready like this weekend or almost. Yeah, we'll potentially have it on tap at the cellar door this weekend. If you brewed not, like you brewed like five times in that first week or something, didn't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> we we didn't fuck around. We filled up so all the fermenters been, except for one in like a week. We'd been waiting a long time to to brew, so we uh, we had all the ingredients ready. So we decided let's just get get it into tank and so we could start um, getting beer out to bar. So straight away we brew, backed up. We brewed Beach House, Beach House. the next brew. So Beach House. Um, Obviously, you know, to get that underway. That was the Monday. Uh, that was, yeah, that was the Monday. So we did Friday eggnog. Prepped the yeast. That prepped the yeast that day. So it was ready for the Monday. Uh, and then brewed a double batch of that. Um, I found out that we can brew. <laughs> <laughs> so we ordered a 2,000 litre system. Um, and typically, like, they're, they're oversized by, like, kind of 20 to 30% for headspace and stuff. And I found out we could actually get close to 3,000 litres out of our kettle. So um, That's nice. I, I thought, you know, brew number two, let's just push this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, feeling I'm feeling, feeling good. I'm feeling good. Like it was climbing out of the top of the kettle, but the numbers were there, the colour was right, you know, the efficiencies were working. So I just said, you know, the, this is obviously our, our, our kind of benchmark of what we can get out of the system. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to do that regularly. 
uh, it's, it was pretty. It, it was definitely pushing pushing boundaries um, with chilling and cooling capacity. Yeah. But yeah, we did that. We got pink mist, which is our raspberry Belgian saison, straight in after that, uh, and then followed up by code red. Code red. Which is our red IPA. Sweet. And we haven't brewed that for... Well, we haven't yeah. brewed either well, of those for ages. Like the eggnog or the Code Red for ages. When we sort of talked about our um, core range, we, we decided we wanted to have always have an IPA in there, but it was going to be a, a seasonal IPA. Um, we sort of had all these hopes and dreams of opening up in autumn. So the first beer or the first IPA in our tanks would be our red IPA for autumn, followed by our black IPA in winter. Mm. But um, we ended up opening up in winter... But we still did the red sort IPA. Did. Yeah, because we were and so the, and the blacks, excited about doing it. We were like, oh, we don't want to wait another Yeah, know, we want the red months. IPA. Yeah. <laughs> but the blacks, black will be next behind it. Black will be straight up. So we'll, we'll, we'll probably have a lap over of red and black this season. Um, no one's going to argue I'm not that. worried about that at all. Mm. Um, and then you've also got the limited like cellar door releases. Yeah, so that's another thing that we're trying to, to maintain and, and work into the system is having you know, two... One to two beers every week that uh, come out of our pilot system, which is 100 litres. So we typically get just you know, one keg of each batch and they're available only at the cellar door, usually only last about a week. Mm. And then so you come in the next week and there's new beers. And that's just for guys on the Gold Coast who want to come in each week with their growlers, um, try something new, maybe get some takeaways. Yeah, and we had so what, we had the strong Belgian, had the coffee the, the porter. The first one was a yeah, Belgian triple. Um, which was eight and a half percent, you know. That was the other cool thing about the, the opening day. We had, like, I kind of expected beer geeks and beer folk to be there, but it was it was probably the other way around. It was locals and yeah. um, mm. people who wanted to come in and try the local beer, and they were smashing glasses of eight and a half percent triple and <laughs> saying this is the best beer they've ever had. <laughs> I kind of expected that one to hang around and maybe. I thought it'd be here for a month. Yeah, mm. and it got absolutely smashed, um, which was cool and. People, one guy came in and he's like, I, I lived in Belgium for you know, five years and was drinking Abbey Owls every hmm. night. And he said, this was fantastic. And I was blown away because I'm like, this is, I brewed this on a, like a, a simple home brew setup, um, hmm. which has been converted into our pilot system. Yeah. Sounds like we've got to brew it again. I think so. We did that. Well, then we did our coffee porter, kind of same thing. We went, that went didn't last short. long either. That got absolutely smashed. Um, so this maintaining the cellar door, having a new beer on every week, I've actually fallen behind because it's just moving too quickly. Um, mm. So we're going to have to ramp that up. Plus, you did four brews in the first week. Yeah, I think so that's hard. Of, um, but will we? But our taps will be full what, come this weekend, pretty yeah, much, won't they? Yeah. Just about. And so we've got the next one coming through is a triple IPA, um, which is about ten and a half percent, just because we can. Yeah, we'll have that for <laughs> breakfast for our next podcast. <laughs> uh, and followed by KP Kill Kilpatrick. Oh, nice. So we'll be doing our, our smoked oyster Kilpatrick stout. Sounds good. And so so what have we got now? Like, in, just to let people know, like, what's we've got a brewery here. We've got a tasting room open. 10 to 6, Monday to Friday. Yeah. Uh, 12 to 4 on a Saturday and close Sunday. Yeah. And we've got eight taps. Eight taps. Probably close to full by this weekend. Yeah, they, they, they kind of vary at the moment because we're c- catching up on production. But mm. as... As the weeks progress, we'll have a more consistent supply there. Uh, we're doing growler and squealer fields at the moment. We'll have our own We'll have by our the end own potentially today, but definitely by the end of the week. Own um, squealers and growlers. Yes. And growlers. And, yep. Growlers. Yep. and uh, if you've got your own, bring them in. We'll fill them. We're not yep. biased. Um, and then um, and bottles, takeaways as well. Bottles will be coming in about two weeks. So the first one will be Beach House, 
which will go out initial first of all to the possible supporters, um, but then it'll also be available at the cellar door for takeaway, and yep. then slowly we'll start rolling out the rest of the range in models as well. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So that's. I mean, that's. We committed to doing ten episodes to tell the story about start to finish. So I think we've pretty much done that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is probably the, the most comfortable episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. So thanks, thanks everyone for their support. Um, if you like the podcast, let us know. But there's no reason why we can't do more of them. We just need to think of some more yeah, stuff to talk about. Yeah, definitely. I think we can certainly evolve this. Um, we definitely enjoy doing it. Um, and hopefully you guys like listening to it. Yeah, we could, we could potentially interview people that come in or, um, I don't know, figure out what's next. Yeah, because this has all been about opening a brewery mm. uh, and so certainly it could change to, to running a brewery because that, that's the next step. Sounds good. Um, we so learn how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, we've got a c- couple of questions on Facebook. We'll answer those, but uh, a few final things. We're working on a book called Operation Brewery, which is getting pretty close. We've all been working on that this week. Um, it's going to be edited this week, so it's probably only a couple of weeks away. Um, you can check that out at blackhops.com.au forward slash book. Um, to follow us elsewhere, social media is good. Instagram is active at blackhopsbeer, Facebook, or Guz is now doing Snapchat. So our Snapchat handle is at blackhopsbeer. So follow us on there and send us a snap if you're on there. Um, and if you want us to do more podcast episodes, just hit us up on Facebook and let us know what kind of stuff you'd like us to talk about. I think and we've got a comment too. there from Troy. Yeah, yeah. Answer any questions that are on podcast Facebook. Podcast in a brewery. Awesome. Podcast in a brewery. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, all right. So, oh, oh, okay, good, cool. So actually walk, like a walkthrough or something? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I was thinking of doing like a Facebook Live in there and just like a virtual tour. That could be fun. Do it as a podcast as well. I'm down. Yeah, keen as. Um. What was the other question we had on there? Oh, I thought we had another one on there. Oh, yeah, no, we did have a question on there about um, do we do functions at the cellar door? Yeah, right. Um, we've been getting a few emails about that. I've mm. kind of been explaining our, our space and our closeness to residential and our restrictions, I guess. Um, I've been saying no at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Until we work out how to a, do it's it. A, it's a no, um, but it's something we're definitely working on. Um, just trying to find out how it's going to work best in our space. Mm. Yeah. We're definitely open to it. All right. Cool. That's it then. All right. Thanks, podcast. Sounds good. Thanks for the Thank support, guys. Facebook, Facebook Live. See you soon. Yeah. yeah.